Hi. Hello. Hello. How you doing? So good. Welcome back to the Wine About Birth podcast. We are three birth professionals. And best friends. And we're here to talk about what it's really like to live in the world of birth. It's not all glitter and rainbows. Or as we like to say, it's a lot more shit than giggles. I'm Kim Haynes, midwife at a busy birth center and busy home birth practice. I'm Meredith Ra, also a midwife with the same busy home birth practice. And I'm Jess McKee. I'm a doula for clients in and out of the hospital and also a birth assistant with you guys at our awesome out-of-hospital practice. Why are you guys laughing I'm at sorry. me? <laughs> so when you looked at me, I think you're just meant to look at me lovingly, but I thought I had done something wrong. So I was like, what did I say wrong in the oh, intro again? That happens with my kids too. When I look at them, they're like, what now? <laughs> How else have we failed you? Also, every time I close my eyes right now, I could just see the circle light and it's really bad. Yeah. <laughs> we're working on it we when, have the light up when but. people use these for like instagram is that all they see when they close their eyes is yes lights? when i did yeah. my course for it took almost five hours of layla and oh. i that thing was a foot away from it's my gnarly. face and yeah. I, was, I literally was blind by the end and of it. i can sometimes see the reflection of it in people's glasses yeah Haley, like mine, right now Haley just posted a video of it and she was wearing glasses the other day and i was like circles circles just now when i close my eyes I look like a dick i had like there was like two that were balls and like a couple of hours <laughs> <I thought laughs> you said that it looked like a dick that's weird do you know the original when we were doing um our intro forever ago the so good was not part of it so when you did that this time i was like when did we start doing that usually i'm being sarcastic when i say it too but i'm not being sarcastic today I'm no. so excited. Today, so is excited. Day. today is the day. The day has arrived. It We're going to talk about arrived. our transitions episode. episode. We've been alluding to for months now. For months it's going to be months. such a letdown now. I know. <laughs> we built it up too much. That's all right. Um, speaking of transitions. No, that's not what I want to say. Hey, <laughs> remember when I came to your house earlier today? Yes. Yes. <laughs> So <laughs> we haven't done that in a while. Everyone. Oh, I remember what I was gonna say. So I had it. I had so much to do today. I went and saw um, our client in Winchester, and yeah, then you were crushing it. This I was morning. crushing it because we have a transition coming up, which we'll talk about. Yeah. Uh, but I did all of these things, and I walked into the house, and I was like, Chuck, I did so much this morning. Guess what I did today? And he was like, Okay, well, I did a lot of things today. Guess what I did? And I'm like. Okay, no, so you laundry listed all the things you had accomplished. Because and you're like, did always... you do that today? Did, yeah. <laughs> did you start a new business? Did you do this? Did, did you, you get? Did you include? Did you do me this? In my robe in the snow. And, the, and then he goes. Things. He goes. I went outside and I got the snow and ice off of the camper so that it wouldn't be broken forever. Did you do that? <laughs> oh I was like, God. no. So we just we always are in a competition, even when we're not trying to be. So, and then so I was you like, said, guys, guys, you know, it'd be really fun. It'd be really fun if Kim had a dick, see, so she could pull it out of her pants and you guys could, out. Like, we could fight them with together it. like swords. That so would then be I fun. told him you that really my... just wanted to see Chuck's penis. Yeah. Let's be honest. <laughs> One day it could happen. Yeah. <laughs> you just have to walk in on him when he's peeing or something. Well, then I got back at him because he goes, he goes, well, her dick would be smaller than mine if she had one. And then I go, and then you go, yeah, I'm a tiny person. And I go, sometimes the tiniest people have the biggest packages. Yeah, they're sh- <laughs> growers, not showers. He ignored you and walked away. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but then I had the idea of turning my giant vagina inside out, and then I feel like I may have a bigger penis. It would him. be like a tube sock. It would be floating it'd be, around. It would be very fat. It wouldn't be very Might not stiff. be long, but it would be very fat. <laughs> Floppy. 
<laughs> like one of those two B cervixes when the head. <laughs> That's is... exactly what I was thinking yes, of. Because the head's Sloppy not cervix. It's like being smacked with a wet towel. You could just like <laughs> snap him with it. Flat, flat. That would definitely win the fight. I feel like this wet towel. This has gone on entirely those. too it long. Really hey, let's I talk know, about really transitions. Like I feel like we do need to clarify. We no, like no one in this group is going through a transition. I just want to acknowledge. I feel like that word. Like in terms of like surgery, I feel like we've been talking like using that word a lot, and I just want to. We are. are We're what all are going, going through transitions. Through transitions. But I feel like that word is like really big right now. It is big. In the LGBTQA community. I just want to acknowledge oh, that's oh, not our story. Oh, 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 that way. You mean we're not transitioning in the gender way? Yes. No, we are not. But I just want to clarify because I feel like that's we like a lot of conversations happening. Did right talk now. about so Kim growing a penis? I mean, I did. I did. Considering we introduced with what we. I did talk about growing a penis. Make people question. Kim's not actually growing a penis. No, but some, I don't know who it was that we had this conversation the other day on how much fun it would be to have a penis for a day. Oh, it was oh. Caroline. Mm. And she goes, oh, I'd 100% helicopter that bad boy for at least an hour straight. I'm like, I could think of some other things. Work out. I would love to have a penis for a day. Just for a day. Yeah. You get really obnoxious really fast. I feel like there's a song about this in like Frozen or something. Just Probably. for a day. I don't know. Is <laughs> I don't there? think there is. As a connoisseur of frozen, I would say no. <laughs> Let it grow, right? So none of us are transitioning sexually or genderally. <laughs> you said sexually. Genderally. And genderally. But we are transitioning in a lot of other ways. Yes, we and are. so we wanted to talk about transitions because we know a lot of people out there are going through a lot of transitions of their own. And we also realize that while transitions can be really fun and awesome and exciting, they're also terrifying. They also can be super terrifying yeah. and overwhelming. Yeah. And I don't think transition in labor. I don't think transition is fun at all. I think yeah. it's terrifying. It's like I feel like I'm hanging I think if you can in like, an in between. I feel like if you can grasp the light at the end of the tunnel, right? If you can like hold on to like what you're going for in it you can get through it but and you yeah, can try it's to but it's the same as transition and labor like transition and labor is good because you know you're almost yes. done yeah um but it sucks and it you have to get suck. through one minute at a time and sometimes it's easy to lose sight of the fact that you're almost done and that there's like a light at the end of the tunnel and so there's like a lot of ups and downs yeah it's like really overwhelming and it stirs up like all your deepest darkest fears and how often do i call you guys i'm just like i just can't do it (laughs) i can't i can't and we're like no it's okay i know according to your mom you only got a couple listen liz Stop it. Stop <laughs> telling people. It's only five <laughs> contractions. Ten. My mom does not listen to this podcast. No. Thank the Lord. <laughs> thank you, dear Jeebus. Thank you. Did you do Thank that? you, Jeebus. Yes. I she forgot know. people could see right. us. <laughs> no, I did that on purpose. So to me, transitions are like, they're so hard, but they're luckily so short. If you look at your lifespan, yeah. the transitions are the hardest, shortest part of your life. They don't because, feel like it in the moment. But yeah, because I mean, yeah, you're just terrified of like, am I going to fail? Am I going to succeed? But my papa sent me this um, comic once and it was somebody, it was like little, I forget which of the, the um, cartoons it was, but they were going across the monkey bars and they were like, in order to grab the next one, you have to be brave enough to let, let go. go of the one behind you. And oh, there's so, the Frozen song about that. Yes, there is. <laughs> it's called Let It Grow. I'm telling you. So it's like I've had that in she my head said, for yeah, she, that was the song. Yes, let it go. I know. Damn it. I know. Oh. I'm being <laughs> annoying. 
Jeez. You're, now you're both being annoying. Thank you. Yeah, We're really happens. good at that. So yeah, like I just think transitions in life, transitions in labor can just, they're the hardest, but luckily the shortest part of your life. And if you're in a 10 year life transition, you should probably let go of whatever you're holding <laughs> on to. Amen just a thought. Just a thought. Yeah. Just a thought. Because it is true too in labor that the longer you fight the transition, then we see people all the time. It's like, oh, yeah. they get to that. It's like a rock in a hard place where it's like. I can let go and just let transition take over and it's really scary or I can keep like tensing up and fighting it yeah. and doing the thing. And at some point they're like, I don't want to do this, but I don't want to be pregnant anymore. So I'm going to have to choose one. Yeah. And that's when the light switch that yes. I love. It's my favorite part of labor. It just flips yeah. and they just go completely primal. primal. But until then they do that stallion gallop, you yes. know, yes. when their butts look so good and they're on their like, like they're wearing high heels yes. and they're like galloping Moving back and, and, and forth. <laughs> But the thing about transition, too, is that it's also the parts of our life when we learn and grow oh the most. Oh, my gosh, yes. For better or for worse. Yeah, mm -hmm. because, I mean, even transition and, and labor, like, it's super hard. But all of, it has to be hard because all of those hormones you're releasing are actually changing your brain so and your body and getting you ready to be a mom and, like, so you're you're in between two worlds, the world of before you had this baby and the world of after you had this baby. And so, yeah, it all has a purpose. Yeah. And so growing and learning is not always fun. It is not. And I want to say, too, I know for me, like, that's what I need my community the most in my life is yeah. like when I'm going through big transitions and not even necessarily like tell me what to do or to like help me figure out what to do next, but even just to hold space for like yeah. what's happening so that I can figure my shit out. And I think it's also interesting about transitions that we need our community the most, but it's also the time when our community gets stressed the most because we're not always at our best when we're in transition. True. And then sometimes, and I know this is true for me, what I'm going through, you're like, God, I'm being so horrific now. How could they even possibly deal with me but for another second? I don't have the capacity second? to like do anything different right now. Yeah, and so it's like you're also worried that you're not being enough for your community, and it's just. But that's when we embrace you, and then you'll embrace us when we're on your bullshit, and then we embrace. Yes, you. yes. I yes. like being called. I sometimes like being. But called we are lucky; bullshit. we have each other. Yeah, you know, super lucky. I mean, I called Meredith this morning. To <laughs> definitely did. I was asleep. <laughs> I was aware. It of was that. at a reasonable hour. I Listen, was just still I sleeping. knew you were going to be sleeping, but I called you anyway out of a <laughs> selfish I'm in transition phone call. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I love you. No problem. I did not call. Jess I wasn't convinced. Because I, she was still asleep I wasn't for convinced sure. that anything I said was helpful, but I was also like, she just needs to talk. Right no, now. you it's reverberated fine. everything that I had already <laughs> said to myself. Yeah. And then you said it. And I was like, Okay. It is much easier to hear from other people yes, sometimes. Yes, yes, yes. So, like we have alluded to for the past, like, 40 episodes, <laughs> all three of us are going through transitions in our lives. Um, and it's been interesting trying to create space for each other while we're all transitioning in different ways. And while we're, we're all three going through completely separate things at the same time. And we're also trying to run our own businesses, run our business together, keep our podcast going, like be friends yes, outside of work. Friends. And we all process completely differently. So <laughs> differently. So differently. <laughs> like I am 100% panic. Oh, yeah. yeah. Manic panic. Manic panic that's a good one you just disappear and cry but for you're a while. you have to verbally process yeah. every Anything feather else. of a feeling that goes through your body like until you've over processed it like lunch meat yes and then there's nothing left i, I, do I, do I, I make olive loaf with my feelings <laughs> and then you suppress, completely suppress, suppress 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 
hermit, 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 and then you freak out and, and go then, out and yes. ah! try to act like everything's fine and wonderful and you I can't you're bouncing why, between us why should and you possibly on, show and then you any go on emotion a and then don't come back and they're like yes. okay she's there she just right disappears there. yes you, you just <laughs> completely disconnect but you're learning not to do that yes i'm trying to work on that and so yeah part of part of mine is also is like part of my programming from my entire life um has been that it's not okay to be the person who freaks out I was always the person that was the person who didn't freak out. Yeah. And so it's like trying to keep this like even keel through the hard parts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then and eventually you're this different version just to see how it feels. Yeah. It but fits. it's really scary to me when I have to do that. Yes. And I'm like, I can't just walk around acting like everything's all easy <laughs> breezy and I'm fine. Like I'm fine. I'm fine. It's fine. Everything's your eye fine. is twitching. It's like Encanto. You should have a beer. <laughs> your fine. eye. I can hear your eye twitching. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, I sent that, um, I can't remember what it's called, but it's I think the it's podcast. the podcast and it was called unfuck yourself. Yes. And the quote that I really liked because most women in general, like those of us who identify as being female, being mothers, being friends and sisters, like we don't do any of these things for ourselves, but we're yeah. responsible for everyone. So the quote was, it's okay for women to succeed as long as it happens by accident while you're supporting someone else. And I'm like, yep. oh my God, that's so true yeah. because I know what all my hopes and dreams are, but I can't possibly go for them until my family's happy until you have to focus yes. on right time. Yeah. and i think most of women that i know my friends my sisters and family like that's how they are as well yeah but we're learning how not to be like trying that. to it's a tra- that. that's part of our transition ourselves. yeah i, I mean, keep I doing this thing because want- it's like i always say did i cut you off no i she said we're learning to unfuck ourselves <laughs> yeah. and then all these things went through my head to say but i let it i let it go while also doing that to myself more lately. Yes, that's what, that was one of the things. Let's talk to Jess about We've fucking herself. Fucking the worst parts <laughs> and fucking the best parts. But so part of my thing is, and we're going to get into it in a minute, like my, which I've alluded to it before, is that like I always try and hold it together, but I've noticed. So it's like I go out and I have a beer. And it used to be when I was just like, la 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 la, alcohol like intensifies anything you're feeling and so i'll go out to have a beer and i'll have like two beers and all of a sudden it's like these heavy feelings are there <laughs> and then we get the phone call and every once in a while yeah. every panic why are you calling <laughs> or, or even if i'm not panicking just on a sometimes i'll just like be an asshole to the person next to me at the bar oh my god that story you told me yeah <laughs> so much fun and oh. I had so much fun in the moment. Chuck but just then, showered behind that door and then came out fully clothed. Wow. That was a damn shame. So in that moment, after two beers, I'll be like, this is fun. Just take it out. All my aggression on this person. And I guess it's not in an actually super assholey way. But then I wake <laughs> up. can be a bit of an asshole sometimes. Then I strangers. wake up the next morning and I'm like, oh, God, what if I was too much of an asshole? What if all the people that I like at the brewery thought I was being an asshole? So I swear I go into the brewery probably like six times a month and I'll go to all the bartenders and be like, I'm so sorry if I was an asshole last night. I'm pretty sure you can. <laughs> I can pretty sure you can do no wrong at the brewery. But your John. asshole yeah, is, not is like not a lot dismantling yeah. the patriarchy is your asshole so i can i can hold space for that yes that guy was a dewish anyway yeah but the thing so was- i did apologize for that the other day and one of the bartenders was like what are you apologizing for that guy was an asshole you made our whole night and i was like relief but jess is <gasps> starting to do that thing that we do where that man was not bothering her he was <laughs> not bothering her <laughs> he was just sitting there being a stupid man and she was like dumb. cannot control myself and i'm like welcome to the club <laughs> 
I will seek Wait till you out start those throwing people. punches. No, but I did it in a roundabout way. Like I was being nice and engaging in conversation. But yeah, I was but you like, knew what you were setting him up for. I'm just gonna prove he's an idiot every turn of the way. He's just gonna be just cannot get. He's not gonna be able to win, and I know that I'm wittier than him, and so he has no chance. So you picked on someone lesser than yourself. I did. That's how we all start, and eventually you'll work. You'll work your way up. Like, yeah. what's his name that shot the slingshot into the big Goliath? What's the other ones? David. David, David Goliath. And, are you talking biblically? Yeah. Oh. I was like, you were asking the wrong person. David you know what and I Goliath. Won't do? You know what I won't do? Bring home 100 Philistine foreskins. I leave those things firmly attached to their body. You don't want to wear Not them as a necklace? Not only do you leave them attached, you advocate really strongly for all of them. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> I wanted to tell everyone what brock can do with his foreskin but i feel like then that's his story to tell that's his story and people will look back on i just want to say who knew i know that it could do so many things so many things (laughs) it was so elastic so i think it's actually time to dive in like a muff so whose transition should go first i mean mine is the least exciting so if you want to go from least exciting to to a build-up let's start with kim i can start because if you go so excited for you are you so excited you're like the most grounded person in this trio right now in terms which of your life transitions is a is problem. Minus the manic. No. i mean in terms of like i don't mean like the manic panic is really rough but in terms of like the amount of shit she's been accomplishing and continues to accomplish is oh very shocking. impressive so my kids the youngest one will be eight in march so it's like my entire fog has lifted and I'm no longer just in survival <laughs> 25 mode. Years later. 26 years later. I uh, thank you. <laughs> It'll so be 27 she feels comfortable year. with survival mode. So now yes. she's putting herself back into survival mode, but it's her own damn fault. It's my, I'm doing it to myself. So I have all these hopes and dreams and all these things that I want to do. So I am leaving premier birth center. <laughs> Why do you look so happy about that? <laughs> just said that in public i, I did i know we've been like slowly telling people but we're saying it like in public because i mean listen i that place has been my home away from home for six years i'm mm-hmm. super comfortable there and i love the clientele and it's amazing but it has grown exponentially it's just it's grown beyond what i want yeah. for myself so um i will be there you know, because, you know, I have a really hard time. She's going to be there whether she wants to be or not. So, yes, starting in May, I am down to just doing one prenatal day a week. And then I'll be that like, hey, could you help us out? Fill in person when people need a vacay, which I will be completely unavailable until spring of the following year. But <laughs> but also um, so you're doing that. So I'm doing that and walking from Premier and going to Linden Tree. Yes. So so for everyone who's freaked out because you love Kim and you you want her to be at your birth you can still she's not leaving tra- birth work she's <laughs> I'm not just, leaving birth work she's not leaving birth work she's just going into a practice that suits her needs more yeah so I want to go back to the like at premiere which like I said like it's such a great part of the community but we're down to like half hour visits and um I attend births from women that I don't know that I've literally never met and which is awesome because their birth is great and then I know them obviously after that but I like having all the time that we have and then we have all these repeat moms. So yes, Linden Tree is um, where I will be making my little nest, my little bird nest. But at the same time, that's been really scary and you've had a lot of panic moments because yeah, because oh, my yeah. money comes from Premier. Exactly. <laughs> and you've got Meredith really com- doesn't yeah. and you've got really comfortable with that amount of money whereas Meredith yes. is nothing. 
yes. good when it comes Mary's to money. Mary's like, come over to this side. I was like, show me the money. And she's like, never mind. Like, oh, you gave me three years and I still haven't shown it to you. But so, you're coming over anyways. So it's fine. So we, and then on top of um, moving to Linden Tree, there's just, I say, that's there's like so much, like, yeah. Like, the ice, like there's so much more going yes, on. Yes, because we're looking for a new space so that we can offer more like prenatals and mm, just have a bigger space to more. go. Um, but the, and I'm super excited about that. Don't get me wrong, but I'm also equally excited because teaching precepting is my passion more so than even birth. Mm -hmm. So I've recently started contracting with midwifery wisdom. Um, the amazing Augustine Colebrook is the owner of that company. And then everyone that works under her is just like, they're so fucking amazing and awesome. Yeah. And she asked me if I wanted to do a course, which I did. And my first course launched. It was and super successful. It. It was amazing. So, and yeah, and that was all super cool. And I want to talk a little bit because that was also a transition. Because yes. all transitions, you get weighed down mentally. And so even talking about the things you went through mentally doing that, because mm-hmm. you're like, I'm going to do a course. But then the amount Sounds of, easy. Uh, the amount of work you put <laughs> the into the amount it, of yeah. work you put into trying to write your course. And in the time frame too, it happened fairly quickly. Like you yes. accomplished a lot in a very in a couple short of months. period of time. While yeah. attending births, while taking f- care of your family, while doing the podcast, like and you drove yourself and you're still doing it. I st- <laughs> and literally I was a little nuts. insane. <laughs> literally well, nuts. You also had to like convince yourself that you could do it, right? So like ju- not just like logistically you had all this stuff to work through. You also had to like be like, I know I'm a good teacher. I know I can do this. It's outside my comfort zone, but like, this is my happy place and I know I can do this. But like, that's a journey too of like, yeah, owning, like, owning what you want to do with your life. Like, there's a lot of fear and doubt in that. I always doubt, I don't doubt like, two things I don't ever doubt are my ability to teach because I, I know I'm a good teacher. Like, I, I love teaching and I feel like anything that you love that much, not, I guess that's not true, but usually anything you love that much, you're pretty good at. And then I, um, I love precepting. Um, I just was afraid that I would write this course and no one would want it. So yes. it's like, I didn't want to do, I didn't want to step away from premier, my main source of income, the practice that I've just grown up with over the last six years. I've gotten like so many of your experience. Right. Skills like, with. yes, all the experience and my skill. And I just owe that much to the center. But then like, I don't want to walk away from that just to do something I love that isn't lucrative. So fail. that was my big fear. Mm-hmm. And so it's... And even just the stress you went through when your course is about to come out, like, no one signed up. What if no one signs up? And then what it went I... from no one to, like, m- more people than I thought. And then I was like, what if I can't? <laughs> oh, my God. It's just constant. <laughs> but I will say, for anybody out there... She um, was that mom in transition that's in the tub, just, like, flailing around, oh, this, splashing water on the side. That tends to be what I do. Just like in Key West, I was a wet, floppy, <laughs> greased seal flopping around on the floor but my course um god bless layla and becca who are having to fix the course and make it one that you can just like order online Is that because we accidentally deleted it well meredith accident yes oh it was me jess accidentally deleted i'm saying we so i'm not just part throwing of you under the bus completely. i'm actually gonna blame google and chromebooks you suck yeah, google get your shit I, together it's, it's a thing but for anybody out there suck a dick. that went, <laughs> but i like my chromebook and i'm getting used to google so let's not make them upset oh, because they can hear you I, and this is what happens and I, then it's gonna shut down we I were love, not hating on them at all when they fucked I up love we were google. very, very i hopeful. love google and i'm like a samsung google person but the Chromebooks really failed in this situation. That's true. And I actually think it was the Wi-Fi. Mm. 
at the place well, that I Well, I know, but so if the much. upload didn't go through, your Chromebook should just be like, well, that video is safe. Delete. Yeah. Which is exactly that's what exactly, it did. That's what Nobody we, told That's what to I do it. with parts of my life I don't like. I know. This is only, making me uncomfortable. Tick, tick, deleted. Only, or even like if the, it like took things away from us unwillingly, right? Like, oh, that's gone. Now. I guess I have to let that go even though I don't want to. That's really nice to have one yeah. less thing to yes, worry about. Yes, and I did have one less thing to yes. worry about. <laughs> but, but So Premiere is like your monkey bar you have to let go of so you can grab onto the new monkey bars, yeah, but, but it's really it's scary. It's such a struggle. So so this course that I wrote, it's called um, Pathways to Midwifery, and it's for aspiring midwives. And I think starting in the next month, you can go to midwiferywisdom.com, and it's going to be added to the student classes that you can take, and it'll be available over the next two years. So anybody out there listening that wants to know where you should go to school, what route you need to take, things that you should do, things you should not to do. It's all the stuff that we used to not be able to find on the damn internet. And I put it all together um, with Layla's help. And it's, it, I mean, it turned out really well. Yeah. So my problem is instead and of just... I have to say, you always look really hot in you your so Instagram good. lives. I know she doesn't do that for like our yes. scenario this is what i really look like but when she goes live <laughs> for augustine i, I go turn, all out i turn on my phone and i'm like i put oh, makeup that on was that like after body. a full day of free dates too like i saw you right before you went on i was like damn girl like what you're doing is working it works all day <sighs> it's We're all about the makeup looking like we don't have homes or showers no, right now i'm fine with that choice. that's what we usually do yeah. so you did take a shower today i did take a shower i also showered today because i had to do prenatal this I morning did you didn't no you showered she alternated yeah listen I think I'm in perimenopause. <laughs> I think you are too. <laughs> oh, let's talk about that. Speaking of another transition, I think Kim is definitely going through perimenopause. I think so. That can be a whole other episode. I did. I'm very I did, sweaty a lot. I did put on deodorant today, so hey, I, I smell good, actually. Yeah, because you wear man you deodorant. Have, it lasts you don't forever. have body odor. Okay, let me finish my transitions because true. I'm so excited to hear your all's transitions. <laughs> okay, so go go to Midwifery Wisdom. And take that course if you're interested. Also, I was asked to speak at the Midwifery Wisdom Retreat Conference in November. So I feel like, which I'm, I'm doing. So excited for I'm that. so excited. It's a 10-day retreat. Look it up. Um, if you are a student and you need skills, I'll be teaching along with um, some other midwives the skills for three days. And then I'm going to be speaking. And I'm so stoked because I'm doing a super motivational talk about found, finding happiness in midwifery and thriving in chaos and all the things that I love to do. Mm-hmm. So that's like a hope and dream that I have that I'm transitioning into that is coming with a shit ton of stress because they're like, we need your video by now. And I'm like, Ah. And that's the thing is that the startup, and it's the same with our practice, the startup is so so much all at once while you're still trying to hold on to these other, like keeping all the balls in the air. But it's like once you get through that tough part, then it'll be easy because you'll be making money without you doing any work. Yes. And so instead of just celebrating that course, which is now coming out, I started on my other one. And my goal is two. Even though I told you to take a break and focus on I can't take a break. I've learned in the past 12 months that I'm a workaholic. I don't know why it took me to this point. But as my mom pointed out on Facebook, I used to be a disgusting, hot mess with no i still am but no 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 anything motivation well no like i was gonna say as long as i've known you've been extremely motivated i've always been motivated but i've always been very like chaotic i still am you know what i'm still exactly the same person i'm just actually you're just channeling the stuff that you really want thank you she's trying to channel all of her stuff in a positive way which also makes her panic because it's not who she actually is i'm just so afraid of failure and i'm not and yeah when have you ever failed at something you wanted i 
she actually know. wants to be running around getting drunk and like yeah like oh god that's showing her boobs around people on the yes street. That's what I, I want. I don't want to deal with that man. No, I do not want, I want to, deal with that to be running around showing my boobs to random people. That would be terrible. Kim. That was but definitely an exaggeration. It was, but I'm just like, <laughs> I guess I've been so afraid of the transition of, of failing like monetarily. And what if people don't like me? What if my course fails? And I'm just like, but I finally got the courage to like, and plus Chuck is sitting behind me like, do it, just do it, do it, just do it, do it, just do it. And I'm like, do you know what Meredith and Jess said? He's like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> I have been saying that for five years. Why you do never you never listen to me? And I'm like, Chuck is your biggest. He I is know. And it was like, he is a it was his idea for to start the stupid podcast. Massive muscular mm-hmm. cheerleader. Anyway, I have one more thing I want to share and then we're going to move on to more exciting things. Well, and that is that I, what? No, keep going. Finish your thing. Okay. Um, I am almost done my book. Yay. Actually, my book is done. I am about to start editing it, which makes me want to vomit. I'm about to start editing and it. And so, it, <laughs> listen, if any of you out there know anything about publishing, and I know there's Google, and Nikki sent me a site, and everybody is like, oh, you should look here. But I don't know a goddamn thing. You and I feel to take so you by the hand and just yes. like walk yeah. you through it. Like There's a, no point in like reinventing the wheel. Find somebody. Like yeah. A publishing it. doula. Yes. Because I'm very, yeah. I'm just, I don't know. And I'm not, I'm not like, I don't have this goal to be a writer forever. I just have two books and the one is almost done. And the second one is already started because I can't just do one thing. Mm-mm. So how do I get it out there? And if it she can't just be... did one thing at a time, she wouldn't be able to be crazy and mm-hmm. go manic. And then she would be uncomfortable. I would be with so that. bored mm-hmm. sitting yeah. in my feelings. So mm-hmm. I like, I like being this way, but like Kelly who um, published that amazing children's book. And I'm super excited because Kelly's gonna another go. midwife in our community. Who Kelly Jenkins. Children's yeah. It's book, amazing. Yeah. Look her up. Um, but it's, it's an adorable like Christian children's like birth, birth, home birth, birth publisher. Yeah. I am not that. Oh, the, <laughs> oh, the publisher. Yes. My book oh. has foul language and like rough, gritty things in it. So I'm having a hard time figuring out what to do. So anyway, if there's anybody out there who wants to help me with that. Shoot an email and let me know. Okay. That's it. Those Wait, are my transitions. Meredith, what did you want to say? I just wanted to say it's been like so great to witness you in this because I feel like what linen tree for me symbolizes for you is like getting to diversify your life in a way that's just going to be like so much more sustainable and authentic to like what you want so like I feel like because it's really hard right like I worked like we started premiere together a lot of in a lot of ways like yeah how we both got our start together Mm -hmm. and so I know like what we wanted and what we were trying to achieve and like it's so beautiful that Premiere has like offered so many services to so many women, right? Like we have to honor that and acknowledge that we like, overdid we, it. We have like y'all have served <laughs> so many women over the years. Yes, and um, I love it. It's amazing, but it hasn't created the space for you to do these other things that like you really want to do. And like seeing you getting to like work with Katie as a preceptor and like just in your text messages, like feeling your joy in that has been like so great. And like knowing that we're going into a space where you can do more of that and like also do these other things that you're really excited about. I'm just like so grateful that we have Yay. this resource for you to be able to like, I don't know. Do it. Be together. Thrive. All in together. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I'm also leaving. I'm also leaving the state for six weeks to go catch babies in Florida with my dear friend Katrina. So love you, Katrina. Traveling midwifery. Yeah. I'm doing all the it's things, man. You've still never met Katrina, you have you, Meredith? Mm-mm. Oh, uh-huh. listen, it's going to happen. So yeah, that's my transition in life. I'm traveling. I'm writing. I'm tor- course teaching. I'm twerking. switching. <laughs> I'm twerking. 
I'm still married. I mean, <laughs> 22 years of doing all this with one person and not killing each other. That's my transition is going very well. Impressive. It's going well. And I see our transition really as a transition because right now, while we're all steeped in the like, I'm just gonna say it, the fuckery, like the it gets fuckery. hard. Like, and mm-hmm. it's really hard. Everything is, but I really am seeing it as like we're all gonna get through these weird transitions, and then we're gonna have like this golden error on the other side and it's going to be amazing and it's like i keep like one of the things that i put in my class is that it's not like we all have this idea of like a destination and a goal and like aerosmith sings it's the journey and so it is is, all these transitions are just one transition that we're all in right now and then we yes. get through it and then we're like what's the next transition no i do feel like i'm have been enjoying the journey and i've been enjoying the journey of the past like let's say 10 years like we've had the best journey yeah but we are going through an incredibly difficult period stressful. of time right even now. the good stuff is and stressful. so sometimes it's like you do have to say let's just get through one day mm-hmm. at a time and yeah. at some point we're not and so you don't have to enjoy the journey no. every day no sometimes no. You, you just have just... to get through the journey yeah mm-hmm. no and that. hearing these like when we get the emails like i always want to quit everything i just want to like throw the book i'm writing i just want to stop i just want to you know fuck the podcast but then we get these like emails and they'll say like when you said this it just really helped me through this time of my life so mm-hmm. like you guys out there listening when you're sending your little notes like i know to you it's just one email yeah. but to us it's like okay oh, yeah. we're not the only we're people doing yeah. this for ourselves right and, and i really want people to see because i feel like there are a lot of people who use social media and i feel like sometimes we do that as well where it's like oh look how beautiful everything is look how much fun our friendship is look at this and look at that but we really want people to see that there's like a huge reality yeah. behind that. I don't that feel like we portray ourselves like in the best light in our podcast. I oh, think we stay pretty authentic. To I'm like going to ask happening. Chuck to take his phone out and videotape me next time I'm having a complete panic. Or we'll just post your text messages that we oh. have to receive. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> Do it. And so it's like being real so that other people realize it's that like their other people's lives are not all glitter and rainbows and our lives are not all glitter and rainbows right now and there's a lot of bullshit but we also do have some glitter and rainbows that help us through it and we're really good at turning shit into glitter yes we're really good at that sometimes Mm -hmm. it still smells like shit but it looks pretty but it looks at least it's shiny (laughs) you can make really nice pictures with poop as brock showed me several times (laughs) on the wall on the wall i think just like having people who help you have perspective helps like giving yourself permission to be really messy and celebratory and all of the craziness yes okay i say we do a shit sandwich because my transition might be stressful but it's all super exciting because it's all my like dreams that i want so let's go to your shit show okay and then from your shit show we'll sandwich it with the glitter okay sounds good what so what's your big transition well first we're gonna go to our break And when we come, and the winner, night. the winner of the lottery is <laughs> when we, brought to you by Kotex. <laughs> when Which, we come back from our delightful break, we'll talk Which, all about my big transition and how. Oh my goodness! Delightful that's been. So, yes, so delightful. It's <laughs> gonna break. Cue the music. Oh yeah, our sponsor for today's episode is one of our favorites. The one, the only, Beluga Baby. Why is she our sponsor for today's episode? Because Beluga Baby Baby Wraps give you the smoothest transition 
from womb to outside the womb. So as you go from being just you to being a mom, Beluga Baby will help you make that transition smoothly every step of the way. They have wonderful baby wraps with a four-way stretch that simulate the womb environment to help your baby sleep and give you up to 40% less crying. And now they also have released their new buckle carriers, so as your little one gets bigger, you can still have hands-free support while comforting your baby. So have smooth transitions as you become a parent or a parent to more than one child, and look at Beluga Baby baby wraps and baby carriers. Right now, Beluga Baby is making an effort to get their wraps and carriers into the hands of healthcare professionals who are helping parents to make this transition. So if you are a healthcare worker who works with parents and you listen to our podcast, reach out to either us or Beluga Baby through social media and see about getting a sample sent to you so that you too can help parents make the transition easier for their babies and them. You won't regret it. Back to the episode. Welcome back from that delightful break. I, that was we got delightful. places to be, ladies. <laughs> I peed. I put on chapstick, and I yeah. got a glass of water. This chapstick is really good. Gum. Yeah, it's very sticky. I know that's why it just like sticks on your lips longer. I also put on um, deodorant because of my perimenopause situation. Good job. That's okay. A, it's, been it's been a big transition for you. Take it anymore. Okay. Well, I already Tell. talked a little bit about my transition in one episode, but I am getting divorced. Woo! <laughs> I know it's not the appropriate response, but no, it's it is. So in- <laughs> Every time I tell someone I'm getting divorced, they're always like, everybody's yes. like, no, no, no. <laughs> People that don't know me and don't know my situation are like, I'm so sorry. And you're like, no, please don't. And every please. time I'm like, please don't apologize. Well, because you've had years to get to this point where no one had any clue that anything was wrong. Yeah. So I'm it's really like a shock. Dear sweet and I, Jessica, just like camped it all down yes. and you just needed to take your time to get here and it's been like such a journey so we've had this time you've had this time and it's it was hard it's, it's been still so hard. hard because we were all like bestest friends mm-hmm. it's so hard let me talk about how it's been hard for me talk about it <laughs> so go like, on tell me more so to know tell us how you've been like so I just think like a lot of people talk about how divorce is one of the hardest transitions you can go through. And it's interesting for me because I watch other people go through divorce and they all handle it a lot differently than me because or at least like from the outside, it looks from like from the they outside. Do. And so it's like at the beginning when I first got separated, it was just kind of like excitement, like, woohoo, so excited, whatever, I'm a free everything's cool, drinking beer, having fun, whatever. But that did go away. It, I mean, it did in some way, but I also feel like I'm a little different in my divorce in that I was so ready to be divorced. Yeah. And so it was like an excitement of like, God, it's finally happening, like. Thank goodness. Yeah. Um, I feel but, like you had worked through like a lot of the emotions of it already. Yes. Like you were at peace with that choice. Yes. And so I don't feel like I'm mourning my relationship anymore. I don't feel like I'm mourning like the loss of that. But all the nuts and bolts are still yeah. so stressful. Oh my N- god! Now that you've like pulled the trigger more, you have to deal with the logistics of it. Not just, and it's like, not the just you. It's your kids. It. Yeah. Yes. It's and your that's... house. It's everything that you've built for 15 years. And that is like, oh. And it's like that monkey bar of like, 
new things that you don't understand. And so like, yes, I was married and you know, I, that it wasn't always the best thing, but there's a security in that. Mm -hmm. Like you have a cheap mortgage and I could make $5,000 a year, $0 a year. And it's probably going to be fine. Um, And then you had allowances. Like you could go, we could go have a beer together. Yeah. And you and I could just talk to whoever we wanted. And now all of a sudden it's like, I can talk hit on you. Yes. Well, not only is that happening, but it's like, you can't just talk to a man without Mm -mm. everybody like, Oh, Oh, is that your new, is that, is that your new, is that? And it's like, Like, Oh my God. Salzburg is a very small town. And like, seeing it. Yes. But I can do, I can do the same things, but because of Chuck, and everyone knows yes. him. I'm I'm safe. I'm it's in the your, safe zone. Yes, and I feel like I always was when you're married. Even if you're unhappily married, it's like, oh, I'm married. <laughs> yeah, no big deal. But yeah, it's like once you're not anymore, or even close to it, it's like anytime you talk to a person, it's like, oh yeah, is that your new boyfriend? Uh, oh, I see you're friends with them. Are you going to be with them? Are they doing this? What's that? What's up with that? Everybody wants to know who the next person is yeah oh and i told you, you know what? it's none of your damn business i had that freak out at the bar because somebody said oh i saw jess talking to so-and-so and i had just had it and i'm like you are such a stupid fucking man just because a woman says hi to you doesn't mean she wants to sleep with you i am so fucking tired of it and he was like yeah. oh my god I'm sorry. I'm like, don't be sorry. Just don't be a man. Can we just put that on like a recording and then just play it every time that situation comes up? Because I don't want to have to say it. Oh, it's so irritating. It's been on repeat over and over and And over again. And plus, you're just like this light. You're just this like you just draw people to you insanely often all the time. It's not just men. It's women. It's everybody. Literally everybody. Everyone wants to be with you, and everyone wants wants to to be you. you. I don't think that's true at all. But but the interesting thing is that I always felt like a light. And then it's like, now that I've gotten closer to it really all being done. And so there's like the logistics of the kids and the house and the paying all the bills on your own and all this stuff. It's like, I go through these periods of time now when it has nothing to do with my relationship. If I was like sad to be being divorced, I don't even know how anyone goes through that. But I'm just like so overwhelmed it's terrible (laughs) and then i have this like weird anxious energy inside of me that has no outlet for anything and so it's just like and then you get all worked up about like am i acting weird am i not acting weird which is hard for me Um, and you're a fun sexual person mm -hmm. and you can't (laughs) you can't you can't use that outlet right now creates a lot of really uncomfortable situations well that's the thing is that when i was married like you could go and like flirtatiously joke around with someone at the bar and now you can't anymore because now they think that you want to be married to them forever right which is not the case i was like go for a walk go for a bike ride go to the river you're like that's not what i need i'm like i know i'm sorry i don't know what else to say (laughs) with divorce comes celibacy i'm sorry At least until the divorce is final. So fun. Then do whatever you want. <laughs> hey, we should reach out to some sex toy companies to see if yes. they want to sponsor our podcast because I know I'm sponsoring the hell out of their companies right now. <laughs> You're unfucking the terrible parts of yourself and just fucking the great parts yeah. of yourself. Yes. Which is really hard to do now that you co-sleep with both your girls because now you're their like their one constant like rock solid person and now yeah. they're clinging to you because <laughs> thank god for bathtubs 
even so then. now you're co-sleeping with two kids, right? Yes, yes. And I'm like desperately trying to like keep some kind of normalcy to my house because it's like even if you know that change is going to be better, it's still so scary. Yeah. And I'm at that point right now where it's like I'm starting to see a little bit more of like the on the outlines where it's like, okay, this is my might be how it looks, but you never know this until could be your new normal eventually. everything's signed. And so it's really hard to imagine like when you're married you have this idea of what the rest of your life's gonna be like yes Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden it's like wait a second now what this there's something completely new completely different you have no idea what the rest of your life's gonna look like and when you're going through a divorce like i am it's like really no idea other than i'm gonna be doing birth work with you guys that is for sure yes we got that right like that's what i was thinking too like when you're talking about how you handle it so different i'm like yeah you like i don't expect people to function really well when they're going through divorce honestly like i expect them to just kind of like fall off the deep end for a while but, but I always I feel like feel I want to like, function well. So that's hard. Well, you well, I, have do. well to, I was saying, I feel right? like you do, right? Like, and I think like that helps that we have this like foundation to at least like go from amongst the chaos. And I also, yeah. I want to say that, that I have seen many, many people, my parents included, go through a divorce and it's so messy and it's so scary. And you have done this entire process because it's new to the listeners, but to us, we've been watching this for a long time Mm -hmm. and your grace through this Mm -hmm. process used to fucking irritate me so badly. You're like, just be angry. I'm like, just scream, Mm -hmm. just yell, just tell the truth. I mean, that hasn't, yelling hasn't, I mean, it has happened a little bit, but it hasn't. And she's like, no, no, no. I'm just going to be the best version of myself and it will all work out. And you, you were right. Like to this day, the past couple months that I've definitely had times where I'm like, well, that was not the best version of myself. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, But but moments are one thing, but living that way is something else. I also feel like most of the time you're just texting us these things and like, we're never going to judge you for that. <laughs> like yeah. it's not like you're it's because I'm judging myself. <laughs> and That's no the matter, hardest like, thing. And we cuz we're together a lot and people will say things like Yeah. You know, especially if they're like, you know, anytime you get divorced it's like team Jess, team Brian, yeah. team blah, whatever, blah, which is blah. so stupid and we've managed to not do that. And no matter what anyone has said to you or like the girls will ask you a question and I'm like, "Oh, how is she going to handle this?" Yeah, especially and, if you've handled it with the girls. And it's just so positive. Like yeah. You've literally never said a negative thing about your soon-to-be ex-husband ever out loud. I mean, to us, we can all, like, get frustrated. But never to the girls, never to when we're out, never when we're... And I'm just like, how in the fuck? I don't know how you're doing it. But you're literally... Let's all be honest. At the bar last weekend, I did get a little drunk and walk past someone and say, that guy is literally... Oh, and then for the record, I enjoyed every I moment saw that, that person again at the bar a couple of nights ago and I apologized for it. <laughs> so that was funny to me because you I totally apologized. Like, I wasn't yourself to you No, that. and oh, I wasn't expecting such a, it. It's such a joy when it happens. Usually you're just like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because it just so happens that you and your soon to be ex-husband are always in the same place all because we all time. live in the same place. Yes. And the guy was like, <laughs> said something and you were like, yeah, he's cool. Not that guy. <laughs> Not that guy. <laughs> and I immediately went, and that is enough of that. And we are walking away. And you go, okay. <laughs> like a child that has had their hands smacked. But I'm sorry. I feel like those little bursts happen because you've kept your shit together fairly well. <laughs> so you have to have these little outlets. It's right? okay. It's okay to be angry sometimes. And it's like not yeah. in front of your kids. Like, it's but the fine. guy's face was like, oh, oh. 
Okay. Well, okay, you have exactly 30 seconds to name three men that have never hit on you. Chuck and Terrence do not count. Even though, I don't know, her oh. Terrence and her were making eyes at each other the other night, so I don't know. Who was okay. making eyes at me the other night? <laughs> Terrence was in line for a drink, and you were up on the balcony. <laughs> he was making eyes at me? Yeah, you guys were like, it was fun. It was like flirty oh. and cute. Like, oh, great. Wasn't, like, so now you're moving in on our men because you don't have one on your own. That is a clear <laughs> boundary. No. It's the no, only was, boundary we have. I was telling Jess. <laughs> not uh, true. At, his, at Terrence's mom's house, there's a picture on her fridge of Terrence and her and Penny at a, because it's like the cute cutest picture of Penny and Terrence and Jess. And Jess so, is like, I'm here. And everyone's like, oh, is that your wife? Hey. like, no, that's my wife's best <laughs> I want to say for the record, if I wanted a man, I could have one. I just don't want one. No, you yes, do not. you could. You do want one one day. One day. Yeah, but but I'm, not right now. You got to hold out for someone that, A of all, has so much money. All. Right? Can we please? <laughs> oh, my God. That can afford to fly us wherever we want to go. We are lacking Because we're poor. So one of us needs to have some money. Hey, that's minimalist thinking. We're all going to be super rich soon. <laughs> How? <laughs> well, How? How? <laughs> we're thriving right now. We are thriving in we our are. in our lower middle 30, class world we are 30 to 40 and flirty and thriving <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so somehow you have managed to make this negative yeah transition so but positive i don't see myself for the record i'm not gonna put out there i don't see myself as holding out for a man like i see i see this that even though it's a hard transition in my life I got married really young and I was always in relationships. And so I really want to use this time mm-hmm. to even when it's hard, like figure out who I am and yeah. get to that point where I can just be by myself be with, with my own thoughts and be OK with that yeah, and not need somebody else. Yeah. Because then I feel like that's when magical things happen in your life. So yes. When we were texting the other morning and we were like reminiscing about like our restaurant days and we would just like rage oh, and party and had no one to take care of except ourselves and our community. And Jess was like, yeah, I never got that. I was like, that's what she's going to have. It's going to be amazing. You need to get she's a bartending job. Have like this fun life where she could just like, I know you have kids still, but they'll Skip be older. the drug face. You're yeah. too old for that now. Oh, we all know I'm not interested. No. <laughs> so on that note, um, <laughs> yes, this is a transition I'm going through. I'm having my ups and downs. I apologize a lot to people I'm around because sometimes I'm a piece of shit and sometimes I'm magical. It's really hard to tell which one you're going to get. Even your piece of shit is magical. I was going to say, your piece of shit is really magical and it's also not as shitty as you think it is. Aww, you're thanks. harder on yourself than you should be. And you well, always, you- always, always put the girls first no matter what, which means you cannot theoretically be shitty. You just can't. Yeah. You know what I'm true, saying? Yeah. It's not possible. Your you're putting love. You're still putting other two other humans ahead of your own needs at 100% when, like, of the time. You're just in survival mode right now where you right. do, like it's yes. really hard to think of anything beyond like what we should we should do life. a whole podcast about survival mode because it's a real thing. I live you, in it. Hence yeah, my anxiety. You, you did say a thing to me the other day, Kim, at the brewery, because on Saturday um, when we went to the brewery, I was not planning on going out. I was having one of those days where I was like not feeling my best. You self. knew that you're going to start shit. If you no, went out. I had, it was like Friday night. I had felt like I had started shit and I was feeling a little bit guilty about it. And then I was like, I'm not going out tonight. 
I'm not having a beer tonight because then I'm going to act like an idiot and blah, blah, blah. But of course, you guys always bring out the best in me. And, and so we, we also make you go out with us all the time. And so we ended up going out. We ended up dancing. We ended up having the best time. Dancing and it actually fixes everything. made me feel so much better. But while we were there, Kim said something to me that was like, um, I've just always been so used to you being the most joyful person in this group. And it's been really hard trying to take up the slack for your joy. <laughs> I just can't pull it off. It's so stressful. <laughs> but you can. You pull it off all the time. Listen, no you one walk bu- into a room. Dancing. You walk into a room and people are like, look at her smile. Her teeth are just glistening. <laughs> I thought you say tits. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I'm so tired of hearing about my giant teeth. It's been happening my whole life. So happy. They're beautiful. <laughs> I. My anxiety that I am currently, that I live in a cesspool, that I am actually getting better recently. I guess we should go to Key West and test it then. But let's do, I'm, listen, <laughs> I would love to do that, but I never used to be like this. It wasn't until my, my, I guess our marriage, like we went through that hard time, but then our marriage mattered and now I have all these kids that matter and then I have all these responsibilities. So before... I didn't give a shit. But now that I care, I'm like, don't fail. I've got to hold it all together. I got to hold it all together. Yes. And I guess that's how it is for divorce, too. Yes. You just want to, like, go off the deep end and freak out and wallow in your own filth. Which, if I did not have kids and a job and all this, I literally would have run off to a tropical. Yes. I probably would have ran off to Key West and gotten a bartending job at a topless bar and just been serving people shots of tequila off of my nipples. Oh, I would still do that if you served alcohol off yeah. your nipples. That's what I would be doing I would right do now it. if I did not have kids and other yes. responsibilities. Do you mm-hmm. remember that time? So <laughs> Years ago. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You would be so happy. You would be so... I think you would want more after... A period of time. time. Yeah. yeah. That you had like this horrible morning or something. I, I don't know what happened if you had a hangover or what, but I showed up at your house with McDonald's and climbed into your oh, bed. Do you remember that? You, you got into your bed. I did. I feel she so did weird. I climbed to me. right she in got with her. Into my bed. Listen, I do it when it counts. That's true. Yeah. When it counts. It just doesn't usually matter. Yeah. All right, what We're else so do you want to say about your... So, yeah, well, I just want to say that I know there's a lot of other people going through divorce and similar things, and, like, I know not everybody has the glorious village I do, so if, if you need to reach out and you need to bitch about your ex and you need to have, like, some kind of outlet, like, that is one of the things you can call us and talk to us about or email us and talk to us about, and we will mm-hmm. totally... We will send you a divorce yeah. coloring book because it makes all the yes. difference. Or just a lot of gifts. <laughs> I feel like we could do a whole episode about divorce just because I mean the birth work is not the reason why I'm getting divorced but the divorce rate amongst birth workers is so high high. yeah so for any birth workers out there who want to share your experience of that like reach out but I feel like we need to we need to go in on the happy you know it's like that okay sandwich time happy shit happy sandwich time shit happy so excited (laughs) let me check our time here Oh my God, it's 2.28. Yeah, go. Meredith. All right, we're going to do it real quick. Super simple and easy. I'm pregnant. I'm spraying all over our listeners. No, I'm spraying champagne. What? So if anybody remember, so anybody who watched our YouTube video a week ago or two weeks ago, at one point in time, Meredith went to take a sip of wine. And, and I said, Which no. I had very much earned that sip of yes, wine. Did. Thank you very much. And Kim went to like steal it out of her hands. And then I was shooting your lasers. I was like, fuck, she just gave it away. I'm giving it away right now. I should have made this a big deal. Look at her. Ah! 
So she's pregnant. She's still smaller than most of us, but (laughs) it's fine. I think it's mostly because they're already in my vagina. (laughs) So tell us how far along you are. When are you due? What information do you want to give? Um, I think I'm. I'm sorry. Like I know my clients are. Twenty six weeks. I'm twenty seven tomorrow. Let me look. It's on my app. Midwife. Kim, so we've been keeping we've been keeping this a secret from you guys for a long time. Very I'm long like really time. Nervous because we don't do social media, so I ha- we haven't made like a big announcement. So like this is like it's our okay. announcement. You'll be so. twenty-seven weeks the day this episode comes out. Okay, twenty-seven so, yeah. weeks, which is oh so crazy gosh. to think about because I feel like the day I told you guys doesn't feel like it was that long ago. Can we share that video now? <laughs> yeah. Also, what's not captured in the video is I immediately went and vomited (laughs) Mm -hmm. by the river afterwards and Chad walked over and saw me and I panicked because I was like, oh my God, he's going to think I'm wasted and then I'm just like puking by the river. Like, I don't want to worry about me tonight. You panic told uh, several people. For the record... Like, if Chad thought you were wasted, he would not have cared at all. I know. I know. Chad is Chuck's BFF. I was in a full panic, though. I was not intending to have anybody. First, it was the first time I'd ever thrown up pregnant. Second, I was not intending to tell anybody besides you guys. And here I am puking by the river. <laughs> I'm pregnant. So I'm she, pregnant. She did a really cool thing where she was like, guys, we really need to make a Patreon video for our podcast. Come on. Let's just do it real quick because we we're hanging out. Mm-hmm. And then she told us in the video. Oh, it's so good. And we were like, <laughs> my favorite part is that Jess just keeps looking at the camera. We had no, how do we have like, no looking, idea? Like, looking at the camera. It's going to tell so, her that it's true. It took so long. She's like, like looking at the in. camera like, am I being so punked? Like, are we still doing the video? Yeah, it looked like we're on a stopping? pump video. Where she's like, like, where's the camera? <laughs> What's happening? I cannot. I don't think I've been this excited about any pregnancy, I including my own. I don't think you've ever been this excited about a pregnancy. You have been so great and so obnoxious. Yeah. I love her time. already. I've been, been so, I've been so excited about also, it. Also, I was like nervous that you were going to start crying when I told you. I don't cry. So. Usually. That's silly. Do you even I know who she is? <laughs> I was scared that you were going to be really upset that I was fucking up her whole oh, life upset. by bringing a child into the We did reason. talk no, about I, that. Yeah, I was really worried that you were going to be like, God damn it, Meredith. Like, why? Because it's not to my face, but to Kim behind my back. I feel like it's- she's fucking up everything. We finally getting rid of kids and now she's bringing another one. <laughs> The only reason I've been upset is because I've been going through my own personal transition. And so it's been really hard on me because it's like, could you just please come out and get drunk with me? And now you can't. I know. I keep <laughs> but I can. She won't let me. But I can't. No. <laughs> She's She's we do not condone alcohol consumption no, during pregnancy. I know. I'm able to have fun and dance sober just like any other fool. It's, no. fine. it's been so it's been really wonderful. Good. And we're so excited. I can enjoy a pregnancy for the first time in my entire life. Kim is going around and telling strangers that this is her soul baby. It is my soul baby. What the fuck does that mean? Can we share the baby's name now? I don't think so because we haven't told our families yet. The one I made up. Oh, yeah. Sorry. You could do that. Yeah, there it is. It's the nickname yeah. for the baby. I've named the baby. The did. It's not, Sorry, let me clarify. It's Kim not the real baby's name. name. This might be the problem that she's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the hurt look on my face? What do you mean you don't you know? You mean this experience what isn't about mean? me? It's about you and your baby? 
Remember when we said that we were going to have a whole maternity shoot and we were going to make her wear flowy dresses? Oh, yeah. And it was she... just going to be the two of us like rubbing her belly. And mm-hmm. she's like, this is not about you guys. And we're like, but. We're like, but what if we just book it and buy the dresses? And like, you guys are like, no, you can wear whatever you want. We're wearing the flowy dresses. Did you ever think that your pregnancy would ever have to be a guys threesome? This is not about you. Four and I need you to step <laughs> you up. You can't Who's Terrence? Who is this person <laughs> that you keep talking about? Who is this like person? I told him about the photo shoot. He was like, "All right, like whatever." Exactly, because he's Penny me. And I could just linger in the background and wait our turn. I guess. No, you guys can have your own real photo shoot. <laughs> we just have to have a separate one just for you guys. It'd be a though. totally just a publicity no. stunt. Now I'm not oh, doing it. Man. I'm not going to no, do it. Now we have to do it because it's going to be hilarious. Yes. Got what so I want. Excited. We got what we want. Mm-hmm. I'm oh. calling this baby Lilu. Yeah. And so, so whatever name Terrence and Meredith come up with doesn't really matter yes. to me. I so do much. think this kid might be Lilu for the rest of their lives. Yeah. So. Oh, guaranteed. But we have to talk a little bit about how, because, well, a, a lot of our listeners are pregnant people. And mm-hmm. so it's such a huge transition and it it's is. not all joy. It is even not all it's joy. so joyful. No, I so feel yeah, how's it how's it going with you? Going really good, actually. I feel like I'm one of the lucky ones. You didn't feel that way when you were dry heaving for I did 10 not weeks. I would, so I think at the foundation, I actually am one of the people who enjoy pregnancy, at least up to this point, because I like having a buddy. Like, I really enjoy having somebody all the time. I enjoy companionship. So now I just like have a buddy all the time. You just talk, oh my you just talk to Lilu in your belly. Yeah, I like, talk to Lilu all the time. Cutest thing I've ever heard. Or like, I have some like account. The kid's going to cry. Or, or, I can't like, even take it. Or like, I don't know, I feel like I have some accountability. Like if I'm driving to a birth and I'm like feeling a little stressed or whatever, I'm like, sorry, kid, like we're in this together. We got this. Like, gotta calm my tits for I a minute. I did get a little misty oh listening my God, to you you're talk. hot mess. I just am so happy. So I think like as a foundation, like I think I'm really going to enjoy pregnancy the rest of it as well because I really enjoy having a buddy. And it's also like really reinforced how amazing our community is. Like your kids are as obsessive about oh this kid as you gosh, are. Oh my gosh. Like they, oh, I don't yeah. even think they look me the face anymore i think they just go straight for the belly every time i walk yes. into the room you're yes. but a vessel yeah. yes um which has been really sweet and penny has been like such a joy to witness in this whole journey she's been amazing like so supportive the story you told i know we probably don't have time for it but the story you told about her just like oh yeah finally like releasing the reality that like a baby is coming and things are going to change it was yes. like so magical um but yeah, I mean, it also sucks sometimes. Like this whole time we've been ta- talking, I don't know what's going on with my gallbladder or something up oh, here. Oh, yes. Her but it hurts all the time. But that's like feels pretty And minimal. no one can figure it out. I think that's the thing. It's like been like I have really chill symptoms, but the ones I have, I don't understand, which as a birth worker is like really hard yeah. for me. But it's normal for you. Yeah. I feel like this is what exactly what I was expecting. Do you remember that time that I was talking to you in the kitchen and you were like, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> i did drag you a lot okay, okay go ahead and I was like, what was that I, like early on if i got excited and exuberant and verbalized really quickly and a lot i would start Anytime you got excited, you would dry heave. it's like one of those stupid lap dogs that are like ah! <laughs> <laughs> i have to wipe my nose now because i got so emotional oh my gosh <laughs> So, yeah, no, it's going. I feel really lucky. I think things are going really well. And it makes me feel like I've always I feel like I've been like as a birth worker, I feel like I'm really proud of that. The fact that I got to do birth work before having a baby because it taught me how to just like hold space and meet people where they're at. 
Um, but I do feel like I have a lot more appreciation, especially for moms who are having really difficult pregnancies because it's already hard enough without all that extra stuff going on. Um, and it's really hard not to be like, well, I have this going on. Yeah. That sounds like what you have going on. So let's like talk about that. Like it's but really hard to like check that boundary myself. that you can, you know, like empathize with people and tell your story without making it right. all about you. Right. Yeah. A lot of people can't do I that. I tend to be an overshare and it's not coming from a place of like, um, like wanting to talk about myself all the time. It's more like, I feel like the more vulnerable I am with people, the more they can feel like they can be vulnerable. And so I think sometimes it gets a little blurry. No, it's okay. <laughs> I'm so excited. This is going to be the best. This is going to be the best birth and the best postpartum. And so and a lot of people have baby asked ever. us, um, like, so is she planning a home birth? Is she birthing yeah. with you guys? Oh, I get, are you her midwife? All yeah. the time. Dream team plus Alice is going to come live with us for yeah. a bit. So and it's going to be magical. All of our children have asked to come to her birth. And I, immediately I was like, that's a terrible no, idea. That's a t- and she's actually like thinking about yeah. it. If there's like a way to get them there at the very end, if things are going smoothly and I feel like it's manageable there, I'd love for them to be there if they want to be there. Wow. She's a saint. Yeah. Among but just women. like at I the know. very end. <laughs> As you're crowning. Saint among women. Yeah. They can all run they in. Can they can explode to the door yes. together at that last moment. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like I know logistically that's a fucking nightmare. And it's probably or, not going to happen, t- but I am open them, to that possibility. Can we tell them your due date? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> her due date's one of the, my favorite things in the world it's well for, actually not it's just I, it, for me and because for it's her due date and I just find it so amusing perfect for Terrence go what is it uh, it's 420 <laughs> <laughs> yeah man which I've the funny like one of the best things about this whole experience has been I actually we've we've been trying for like four months before I got pregnant and we kind of given up on this month like we did not think conception was gonna happen because there was so much stuff going on i don't remember having sex like when i was ovulating so i don't really know how it happened but it did he knows it's not nice to do that while you're sleeping right <laughs> we are not there yet in our relationship and be... when we do get there we're gonna have a serious conversation i hear that that's divorceable <laughs> that leads to divorce so, um anyways but so we had the hoot and annie and so we, I drank a large part of a bottle of whiskey that day. For the yes. record, I sat outside their tent at one point while they did it at the they Hootenanny. Did. So she I like to think that. that I might have been there. Oh, you heard were. the conception. I don't know if it was the that. conception. Oh, okay. Conception happened before that. They were just like, I, w- I needed a minute to myself. So I like walked up the hill and like I like heard like silence. Well, I can't say I heard silence from the tent. I heard them. And then I was like are you guys in here? I mean, but I then they I were like, so then I had to make eye contact. Then they were her. like, oddly <laughs> silent. And she looks through the screen on her tent <laughs> and I couldn't see anything. Cause it's only down like an inch. I just see her eyes and she Have goes, we not told you this yet. I could, I could, I could only see her eyes through the screen. And she goes, we're, ha- we're doing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> and Terrence is just laying there. He's like, this, this feels really oddly And I was like, did me. he go? Was it like new girl? Was he like, so since, since you're out there, do you just, do you want to just come in? No. And I was like, he just laid there waiting for us to finish our conversation. I was like, well, that's really cool. And I support that, but I really need a minute to myself. So I'm going to be sitting behind my tent for the next four to five minutes. So no, you like, can continue, perfect. not continue. I don't really care. I'll pretend like I can't hear you. <laughs> My favorite story. <laughs> oh, were man. you like? So, you, are you still at? 
hey well then i heard like some air mattress shuffling like and then and then there was like a laugh like you should have been like get it get it terrence (laughs) (laughs) i'm pretty sure you did address him at one point (laughs) hey terrence what what's going on in there (laughs) doing good buddy 10-4 buddy buddy uh over and out (laughs) i think afterwards i was like wow you ejaculate so quietly no, well, I, I, I would not say that normally. Say, happens, I did not it say like that. The con- in the context of the situation, it probably occurred more quietly than it yes. normally would have. <laughs> I did not so, say anything about it. Yeah. <laughs> Guys. So, that was not conception. We have a space I we know, have to we go have look to go. at. Okay. I feel like we just cut the most exciting story short. That's okay. We didn't, but we can talk That's about okay. it more Honestly, in our other episodes. Honestly, just saying it's enough for me. I don't really need to process it. Just telling people is enough because we haven't yes. told any. So we've been going through yet, all of so. that at the same time. It's it's, it's kind still of, happening. It's kind of been a hot mess. Yeah, but we're handling it because hot mess. we have each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our text threads have been insane. Yes. Like all three just bouncing around on these different things yep. and like somehow finding yep. ways to communicate with each other despite all of those. Yes. Needs. Can we blame all of this as to why we don't post and why yes. we don't? <laughs> and we totally can fine. also say that while we are still very heavily in the midst of our transitions, we have kept to our New Year's resolution to record every week to videotape to do closed captioning. Kim had yeah. to go get Jess from her house because Jess doesn't snow. Plow apparently. Which because apparently, had, did had you know from her own home? Did you know that when you get divorced, that man suddenly doesn't <laughs> shovel your snow? Which I could have done it, but it's a good thing I didn't because I would never have made it down your road or up your driveway. Right. So I rescued you. Yes. Oh my God, you're getting divorced. You're having a baby. I'm doing things. You're becoming like you're, your like supreme power being yes. in your professional Aww. life. You're writing books. I'm and like Omnicron and moving to a, a different <laughs> practice. Yeah. Impacting everybody, but it's not as heavily. Exactly. <laughs> yes. So basically the whole purpose of this episode is that transitions are hard, but transitions are good. Yeah. Yes. And usually they're short lived. And yep. then you get to the fun part on the other end. And soon, soon we're going to have the birth. I literally proverbially I'm sorry I'm not trying to make a stink face metaphorically metaphorically after the birth high too so I'm like, oh. yeah I do too many drugs as a teenager so I don't actually get a birth high I ruin that part of my brain <laughs> that's so sad that <laughs> just so like, just so you all know a lot of your births another reason not to do drugs don't do drugs <laughs> ever okay what else right. do we have to say so for all you people out there who are going through transitions anyone who wants to share about your transitions yeah you just write them ours, in so feel free to share about yours and then please give us grace when things fall through the cracks because at least for the next three to four months we're going to we continue are making moves. to be a hot hot mess yeah i mean i will do that forever so yes which is why we really need this episode mostly just to like give you guys a heads up and let you give us permission that we're going to be fuck fucking rack for a while but that's forever yes. no, and the only other thing we have to say is cheers, cheers. cheers. Bling, bling.